Hey, it's your boy AJ, man. Back with another episode of the Red Room Podcast, man. Y'all know how we do it up in here. New week, new content, same vibes, man. Shit. If you don't already, go and follow me. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, at Applejacks94 with two Ks on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, appreciate everybody who listened, man. Uh, so we got a dope story. We got a good little show for y'all today, man. Like some some good music that I am very appreciative of dropped this past week. Like it was just a good little rundown of some good shit. And I thought of a little bit of old shit that just crossed my mind for real, for real. And man, uh, I gotta tell y'all about that nigga Gold Link, bro. That shit's weird. I know I talked about him last week, you know, but man, I gotta tell y'all something about this nigga. And, man, I'm going to finish it up telling y'all a story about Alumni Hall versus the football team back when I was in college, man. When I was a freshman in college, bro. It was a real deal. A brawl like this bit. So, shit, we're going to go ahead and hop into it, bro. You know, this week this week been great, bro. It's been chill as hell this past week, man. You know, it was Thanksgiving weekend, Iron Bowl weekend. Uh, my little brothers, they were back, man. So, all of us were down here in my mom's crib. Everybody was down here chilling, bro. Uh, man, we ate good. Me and my daddy, we smoked. I, I fried a turkey. My daddy smoked a turkey. Man, you know, the whole family came over here, bro. It's a real deal. Like, my mama became, like, she the new big mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we've been out here, bro. And it, it's just been a dope week. Just dope vibes all around. We ate good that Thursday. Chilled that Friday. And then Saturday was the Iron Bowl, bro. First and foremost, I'm an Alabama fan, roll tide, man. Shit. I like it, bro. It ain't nothing else to say. I mean, we lost, bro. Like, shit, we lost. I mean, we made mistakes. They made mistakes, but shit, they were just a better team that day, bro. So, goddamn, shouts out to y'all, bro. What I will say is, goddamn, over. Y'all, this happy. I mean, I get it. It's the rivalry, so I understand y'all are that happy, bro. But, like, y'all blowing it out of proportion a little bit. Like, nigga, y'all didn't beat goddamn Clemson, nigga. You beat us. Like, nigga, we was at number five, not number one. So, But I'm going to let y'all have y'all's, man. Y'all got it, bro. I hope y'all enjoy all that shit. And for my homies that's listening, I did not answer the phone after the game was over. You know why I did not answer the phone after the game was over? Because I was in a house with, like, 15 Auburn fans. I'm the only Alabama fan in my house. So... It was me and my cousin Watts. We were the only ones in the house, so I already had to have them in my ear. I wasn't finna ask about 15 phone calls with y'all niggas in my ear. So that just wasn't happening that day, bro. I guess I'm sorry, but at the same time, like, fuck y'all, bro. Road tide. Uh, so that was the weekend, bro. <laughs> Uh, and also, bro, my daddy been tripping me the fuck out the whole week. Like, he just been killing me, bro. Like, just little random ass talking, bro. He don't know it, but it be funny as hell. Uh, my sister said something, bro. Ellen generous is more generous than Oprah Winfrey. And my daddy, bro, he was like, nah, she might be generous. But she ain't Oprah Winfrey generous. Oprah Winfrey gave out a car to everybody in the audience. <laughs> and my dad was like, Porsche, my sister was like, no, she didn't. My dad was like, yes, yeah, she did. You got this. It, Oprah Winfrey said, there's levels to this. She ain't giving out no cars. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Ellen DeGeneres giving out like $10,000, $15,000 here, nine then. Oprah, 
Oprah, Oprah gave away a whole car. <laughs> so, man, bro, look, y'all, I've been dying this whole week. I've been geeked all, bro. It's been fun. It's been lit. Uh, but, yeah, bro, we're going to hop off into the show with this music, dog. Uh, I found this out today, bro. Uh, Most Def, man, uh, he has new music. But it's kind of iffy, though. It's kind of weird because uh, he has an art installation, you know, an art show at the Brooklyn Museum uh, called Niggas. And Negus, the actual art itself, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole art installation includes uh, an album's worth of new music from all, from all, uh, from most Def. And like, it will never be released outside of the exhibit. It will not be available for streaming or purchase. So that's just real deal, like. If you find this, bro, it's like finding like an actual original mixtape of Wu-Tang or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much like that, man. I would, you know, it would be a good trip for me to go up there, go see the exhibit, you know, actually enjoy uh, Brooklyn, you know, see, you know, actual vacation. Well, not vacation to Brooklyn. I ain't going no fucking vacation to Brooklyn, but, you know, just go to Brooklyn, uh, see what the vibe like up there, you know. Network, network, get shit moving. But, you know, uh, maybe in the future, I may see it, but I definitely want to hear that music. Uh, so that may be a future venture for me. But he does uh, say, he did say that he has unreleased music that he, he's going to share. Such uh, And uh, these the music that he's talking about, he got collabs with Manny Fresh and Tlaib Quelly. Uh, unreleased music with MF Doom and Mad Lib. Uh, and uh, the return of Black Star, man. So, uh, black and, and the Black Star album is confirmed. They got confirmed last year, I believe, uh, because it's being produced by Mad Lib. And he, uh, well, Mad Lib officially they announced it in 2018, and Mad Lib, well, to Quail just confirmed that the album's done. So, you know, shit, we get some new most deaf, man. Like, bro, some new black stars, some new, some new hip hop, bro. Like some good original hip hop. So I'm I'm kind of hyped for that, bro. Like, I'm I I need to see it. Next up, man, uh I found this out today, today, like not even an hour ago. And I'm just sharing with y'all because like I really only got like three major celebrity crushes, y'all. Like, straight up. Uh Jill Scott, uh, Erica Badu, and and probably Lizzo, bro. You know, I don't know. They, like, yeah, that like right there, bro. Them three, like I don't know what it is about them, but them three right there. So I just keep my eye on. But Jill Scott, man, uh, saw on Facebook today. You know, uh, she confirmed that she is having a uh, who is Jill Scott. Words and Sounds Volume One, twentieth anniversary, uh, for the twentieth uh, for the twentieth anniversary of Who Is Jill Scott, and uh, she going on tour, man. It's a couple of good dates. Uh, it's a it's a, I got a good little option to choose from, man. There's one in Watonka, actually at the place where I used to work at when I used to do staging and shit. Uh, one of them in Huntsville. I can go up there, fuck with the brothers, go to the concert. You know, they go to school up there. Uh, I think it was one in uh one in Lagrange, 
I believe that's what it said. Uh, in Georgia, it was somewhere in Georgia. But you know, I got a couple of options, man. So for the Jill Scott lovers out there, bro, she going on tour. So yeah, y'all check them tickets. Look out for it, cause I'm gonna be at one of them bitches. Uh oh, and the album I've been motherfucking waiting on, bro. Made the one I've been waiting on to drop that fabulous summertime shootout three. Man, I like not a lot of folks, you know, I know anticipating this album, but me. But I, you know, I fuck with fabulous like that though. Like I really do. He's a good artist and I, I like him. Uh that song, man, that Us Versus the World, uh, featuring Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor, bro, that's probably my favorite album on this song, uh, favorite song on this album. Uh, man, shit, back in the day, bro, like, when the OG shootout came, it went diamond on that piff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, it was the top of the download list on these websites for a good little minute, bro, probably still is today, like, to this minute. Like, I ain't check it, but you know, shit, it probably really ain't moved, bro. Um, and on the on here, bro, he sampled some cut uh, by Lil Scrappy and Trillville, bro. So, uh, for that Chris Brown song. So, man, like, the song hard. Like, the song is hard, dog. Uh, Tiana Taylor and, Lil, uh, and Chris Brown, man, like, that, that's a good duo. That's a good sound right there. Like, straight up. Uh, and this is a straight up solid R&B project. Like, it's a good one. Also, brother, man, Currency and Dizzle, they dropped that Prestige Worldwide. Look, bro, this is a good album, bro. Like, y'all already know uh, Currency, of course. He always going to deliver, bro, a straightforward project. Like, y'all know what Currency about. Y'all know what that man be talking about, bro. But he always get a collab, collab with somebody, bro, and it's, it, it just take the album to another little spot. Like, uh, Dizzle and Currency, that duo, it's a vibe. I ain't even know I can, like... I can get with it, bro. Like they work perfectly. That Cinderella story is probably like my 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 number one song on the album right now, bro. Uh, that's just a good ass song. Like that Cinderella stories, uh, uh, and the skits. I fought with the skits, bro. Cause okay, I listened to this album geeked out my mind. Like I don't know. I just feel like you gotta listen to currency. Like that's just me. Uh, Y'all might feel some different type of way, but. Smoke a blunt, listen to currency. That's how I feel that shit should go. So, I'm listening to it, bro, and I'm just sitting here like, man, shit, these skits funny as hell. Because the, the, the mixtape, like, <laughs> it's based off of Step Brother. You know, it's Step Brother's theme. So, they got a story. They got a song on here called Boats and Hoes. Uh, and another one of my favorites, along with that uh, song In Hell with Davies. But, the skits, my nigga, like the skits start off. Uh, he just feel like he didn't like a list of rappers or something like that that some people made. So he was like, you know what, fuck it, man, I'm gonna make my own top 50, top 50 best rappers. But and you know, I was like, shit, bitch, that might be kind of tight. But then, man, he started joking in the background on the next skit. He was like, man, number five, uh, Young Seymour. From Jackie Promoters. And then that nigga was real deal, like number seven, Paperboy. And then they was like, man, that nigga Paperboy actually kind of hard, bro. I don't know how he ain't top five on my list. So all this shit, bro, it was just funny, bro. The skits, the music, the duo, everything they got going on on this album is lit. Uh, 
Like straight up, bro, Currency and Dizzle, it's the duo I did not know that I needed to hear. And I hope they collab a lot more, bro. And since we on the subject of Currency, look, y'all, I really think that that album that they put out, bro, that project, that uh, Plan of Attack with Roddy and Trey Mark, look, I feel like it was severely underrated and not talked about enough. Cause this shit hard, man. That song called No Hook. Real nigga, authentic Batman, Bruce Wayne still kicking. Five cones, pour four, three cups, one nigga, two bitches. Real nigga from New Orleans in the Ada booth still fucking with me. Trademark straight pimping, sauce dripping, six rings, Scotty Pippin. I was too rough for them lanes. I was always by my change. Four solo albums in That song No Hook, bro. Like, this song so hard, dawg. And like, the, the whole album is real deal like that. So I feel like all oh, this is underappreciated. Uh, I listen to Plan of Attack just as much as I listen to this album that just came out uh, there. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, Currency Real Deal got a got one of the most solid discographies out there, bro. Like, he ain't got no just straight up bad shit at all. And it's a lot of it. So, shots out to Currency, bro. Man... Y'all gotta bear with me, bro. It's a bunch of good music. Like all these albums I'm talking about, these projects, everything is good, man. Uh, all right, bro. We're gonna talk about this the game album, uh, that Born to Rap. I wasn't gonna talk about this album this week. Uh, I was gonna tell y'all, you know, I was gonna give people some time to adjust to it, and I was gonna tell y'all about it next week because when everything settled down, because people just say what they want to about the game, bro. Uh, that, that song, No Hook, uh, I think it's the second song on the album, bro. That shit go in. Uh, it featured Miguel and Travis Barker, bro. Like, that shit. Like, that's a good song. That's a good one. Uh, man, like, real deal, the production quality on this album is, it, it, like, it's, it's, it didn't surprise me. But, you know, shit, it's up there, bro. Like, it's real deal good. Uh, Everything he got going on about this album is straight, bro. Uh, the feature list, bro. Uh, he got uh, shit. Don Kennedy, Twenty One Savage, Nipsey, uh, Bryson Tiller, Anderson Park, Chris Brown, Trey Songz, and Masego, uh, and a bunch of other folks, man. Like the album just long as hell. Like that's the only thing, bro. But like this is a, this is a. A full length album, my nigga. This shit is 25 songs long. And, like, that's another reason why I wanted to wait a little bit. You know, this shit 25 songs long. And, uh, shout out to the game for sampling the stylistics, man. Uh, that people made the world go around on that uh, Gangsta Mass song, the one with Chris Brown. Man, that, that man. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. I was just talking about this with these, with these, uh, Sampling old songs, bro. Everybody can't do it. Of course, we just seen Jacquees Butcher. Uh, but Tory Lanez, you know, he did it right. Uh, goddamn, uh, man, bro, he did it right. I'm gonna just put it right there. He did this shit right. Um, but like I said, man, I was originally gonna talk about this man, the game, games album next week. Just to let some stuff die down, bro. Because, uh, but I, you know, I got a co-sign from two of my homies, and the album was great. And like, you need to listen to it. I was like, that. But I was gonna mainly wait because folks be saying whatever the hell they want to about the game. Bro. Like, they be saying he rhyme. They say he rhyme milk. 
round on riding around on their clout, which may or may not be true, you know, music wise. But you know, you can take that how you wanna. Uh, but as far as like Jack and Nip style with the hair and the beard and the appearance and all that, bro, man, that's just some West Coast shit. That's just how I feel. Cause like that's just some West Coast shit with the braids and the beard, bro. That's a common little thing for them over there. So as far as him copying Nip's appearance, like I think that's a reach. Personally, I think it's a reach. Uh, the look was around before Nip. You know what I'm saying? Like Nip solidified the, the look, like in the mainstream. But that that it was around for a while, bro. So I don't know. I think it's kind of a reach. Also, man, uh, I was just trying to grasp the concept. Well, not the not the concept of it, but figure out why this nigga went to this route with this album cover, bro. Like this is another reason why. I was hesitant to listen to this. Just I needed the real deal grasp the concept of this album. And uh man, the cover, bro, like this shit really got pregnant women on it in a studio on the pad, bro. Uh doing everything they shouldn't be doing, bro. Rolling blunts, double cupping, smoking blunts. <laughs> I just think it's funny, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know. The album cover funny, bro. When y'all see it, y'all see what I'm talking about. But all in all, the album long, but this album real good, man. Uh, probably yeah, one of the, one of the better albums to drop last week. Well, you know, but that's arguable. That's arguable, cause like I'm torn between three right now. So, uh. oh yeah, man. Also another album that had dropped, man, was that Griselda record, bro. That whole Griselda project. That WWCD, bro, man, it dropped on Black Friday, man. The Griselda Bloy, man, they doing what they, they do, bro. Uh, the, the song, the album started off with, you know, the GOAT Raekwon just speaking, you know, talking some real spill. Uh, I recommend that song, Freddie Hotspot, bro. That song, Freddie Hotspot Hard. Uh, man, this, let, let me collect my thoughts for this album. This album ain't for everybody. This is some grimy, raw, lyrical, raunchy shit. Like, they doing some real spit, my nigga. Like, if you want some sappy shit that ain't talking about nothing, this album ain't for you. Because shit, nigga, they can't with it. They come with it, bro. Like, straight up, nigga, if you sell drugs or been around in a trap house, nigga, listen to trap. Nigga, if you, bro, this is some goddamn grimy gutter music, my nigga, and they mean every word. So, like, bro, this is a hard, this album tough, bro. Uh, 50 Cent, man, he featured on a song. Uh, his verse, I, uh, I could have lived with or without it, for real, for real. It's hard to, like, it's hard to say if 50 still got it from their verse. Cause I mean, the verse, it, it wasn't nothing too special. It was a verse from 50 in 2019. So, uh, uh, bear with me on that. That shit be, but I think Rick Ross was right. He don't want this 50, you know, on song. 50 just ain't that right now. That's, that's just me. Y'all might like the verse. I don't know. Um, but that man, Eminem, he on the outro, y'all. That uh, The band is called Bang Remix. That's probably the best Eminem verse I've heard in a couple of years. Like, no lie. 
Uh, but that one verse, Eminem real deal resold me, and uh, on that the, the fact that he really out here with this rap shit, bro. So yeah, bro. Like yeah, Eminem he out there, cause uh, oh no. It's a dope album, you know, from Griselda. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know which is the best album out of the ones I spoke of today. I'm torn between three, and this is one of them. Uh, I'm torn between two. Two or three-ish. It's, it's real, y'all. Like, three of them are just real good. Uh, and it's the game. I ain't gonna tell y'all. I mean, nah. The game just one of them. And then this one right here. And I ain't gonna tell y'all the third. I'm gonna keep that receipt. But y'all let me know something, bro. Let me know what y'all's favorite album out of the bunch was. Uh, moving on, bro. We gonna talk about this nigga Gold Link. Man, last week, bro. I told y'all, you know... I quoted Gold Link, thinking, you know, he's somebody of sound mind, you know, speaking on some shit about the Soul Train Awards. And, you know, I used him as an example, bro. I real deal did. But, and then this week, last week, this nigga want to come around with some, some, some bold bullshit. That's what I'm going to refer to it as, some bold bullshit. Because Gold Link pretty much accused that nigga Matt Miller, like, Bruh, our bruh, Mac Miller, my nigga, for copying his album last week and that long ass IG post and that I ain't finna read for real because fuck that, that shit long. But that's pretty much the gist of it, man. And then, man, like, he said after that, like, they didn't talk. Like, they didn't talk or some shit like that. But then he turned around and said that that was his best friend. And it was weird, man. But. He said after they didn't talk about it, uh, for after they didn't talk about him using, uh, after that we didn't talk as a blueprint for Divine Feminine, uh, they just fell off. And it, it is weird, y'all. Like this whole, he real deal contradicting what he's saying, like motherfucker. But, uh, he could have, I feel like he could have said, why he ain't saying nothing about this when Mac was here to defend himself? Well, like, for real, like a hundred, like dead, see, dead ass serious. If Mac ain't here to defend himself, bro, so you talking reckless on the internet like that against Mac Miller, bro. Like, we all know Mac was original. Mac was Mac, my nigga. Like, get, get, like, I believe that Mac Miller's character, bro, like, ain't that. That's just me personally. Uh, oh, man. Gold ain't caught hell from the internet, bro. We let that nigga have it. Because uh, Mac Miller can't defend himself, bro. So, shit, we defended that nigga. And um, Anderson Park, man, he went in on another rant. He went in on a rant on IG to uh, Gold Link. And it just started off. It was like, hey, bro, I tried to de- you know, direct message you about this bullshit, but you didn't reply. So, I guess this is the way you want to do it. And then he went on a long rant, man. I was like, yeah. So y'all go link, you're fucked up, bro. You talk shit about Mac, you know, he ain't here to defend himself, man. Man, you you a bum, bro. That was a bum move, my nigga. Like a hundred percent bum ass move. Um uh, then he tried to take back what he said by saying that was his best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga the fuck? <laughs> like, nigga, what? But anyway, uh, 
All this after I used that nigga as an example last week. But it's all good, bro. Like, that's the whole situation going on with him. I hope he find a way to, you know, appeal to the people again, I guess. But shit, he fucked up, bro. Hey y'all, I got another story for you this week, and it's a throw bite. I mean, bite, bite. Back to 2012. 2012. No, 2013 in Alumni Hall. Like, no, it was 2012. It was my freshman, my first semester of college ever. So, I lived in Alumni Hall, bro. I went to Troy University. I'm now an alum. And back then, they had this dorm called Alumni Hall. It no longer exists. It was torn down two years ago, and now a new dorm is there. But let me tell you something about Alumni Hall. Alumni Hall, bro, everybody in there, we were brothers. I done told y'all about Alumni Hall before. Everybody in there stuck together because everybody in the brother was number freshmen. Like, nigga, we, we had to stick together out that bitch. It was big as hell, but everybody knew each other. And it was two sides. It was the A side and the B side. And, you know, we stuck together like Chuck. Any given moment, bro, you know, everybody just out back in alumni on the stoops, out there in the yard. Everybody smoking a blunt, you know, doing what they do. And, bro, it was just a lively environment, bro. It was our little oasis. So we were all tight-knit and cool, you know, shit. Hey, bro, go, we going to the cab. And then, like, 40, 50 niggas go to the cab at one time. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Uh... But we decided to just, you know, chill out, bro. We were chilling out in alumni that one day because we had, like, a party. Not a party, but, like, some shit in the basement, man. You know, games and shit. Niggas down there smoking, playing cars, all kind of shit, bro. So we were down there deeper here late at night. And the next day, we were just going to chill, bro. We were out there chilling and shit. And we decided to go to the calf, bro. 12 o'clock came around, so we like, fuck it, we going to the calf. Man, we walk in the calf, you know, get our food. Me and my nigga Tristan and everybody, we chilling at the table, eating. Uh, you know, we finally, we ate, and then all of a sudden, bro, like, this dude was beefing with this football player. And the dude was from Alumni Hall. So, immediately, bro, all the Alumni Hall niggas stood up. And, nigga, I'm talking about 50, 60 niggas. Like, all of us stood up, bro. He was like, nigga, what's going on? Because, like, this nigga was on the football team, and all the football team had stood up. So, we were like, he ain't just finna beat our homie ass, bro. Like, it ain't finna go like that at all. So, <clears throat> at this point, they still one-on-one right there, you know, squaring each other up, find arguing and shit. And we just on the stand by like a motherfucker. Man, they got the hooking. Finally, one time in that bit, but it was still one on one, and like it moved out of the common, out of the uh, calf, bro, like to outside in front of the calf, and these niggas still fighting, bro. At this point, a couple people from alumni and a couple football players, you know, we out there, out that bitch hooking, bro. I ain't got the hooking yet because it's only like three people fighting, you know, it's real deal, like one on one on one on one on one on one. So. 
the fight moved down the steps from in front of that shit. And then, bro, it got to the to the uh to the roundabout, nigga. So we blocking traffic. I mean, y'all, it is so many people in the in this damn roundabout. It's like literally like over a hundred people in the roundabout blocking traffic, nigga. And like it's niggas fighting in this bitch, bro. Like they duking it out out this motherfucker. And the police, bro, all we heard was sirens and shit. So immediately everybody took off. And you already know what alumni niggas went, bro. We went to alumni. Like alumni was literally, bro. Right there. It's like alumni hall, roundabout, calf. So everybody dipped in alumni, nigga. We went in that motherfucker like some cockroaches when the light pop on. We ran off in that bit. And, you know, once you get in the dorm, bro, the dorm's so old. Like, for one, if you ain't got no fob, you can't get in there, bro. Like, even some of the police can't get in there, bro. Like, for real, like, straight up shit like a fortress. Uh... And the cameras, they kind of worked, but they didn't work. And, bro, it, it was a real deal. They they couldn't find out what the fuck was going on. So, shit calmed down. Uh, the police got, like, one person that was fighting. But, you know, it wasn't the main niggas that was fighting. And, like, 30 minutes had, you know, passed. Niggas real deal. Because the, the football team, they dispersed. And they said they was going to pull up in the back of alumni. And that word traveled fast, y'all. I mean, it traveled from, like, one side of alumni to the other side of alumni in a matter of two or three minutes. Like, I can't I can't make this shit up. So, everybody in alumni, bro, deep as fuck. I mean, at this point, it's all of alumni hall. Like, even more niggas that was in the cab. So, like, it was niggas on the stoops, niggas on the grass, in the parking lots, on the back of their trunks and their car. Niggas real deal in their dorm rooms with the windows up. Nigga hanging out there, bitch. Like, nigga, what's up? And the football team had pulled up, bro, and it was only, like, 12 of them niggas. So, I'm sitting here like, bro, they real deal. Like, we finna be our football team ass. Like, I don't think we should do this, but, you know, like, they fin- like they fin- probably finna get their ass whooped. I'm one of them. I was on the stoop, bro, so I'm sitting here looking at all this shit like, bro, like, we might not even have to go down there and hump. I mean, it's only, like, 12 of them motherfuckers. But then the rest of the goddamn team showed up, and I'm sitting like, oh, shit, we might have to got- be out this bitch. Man, look, the dudes, the two original niggas, bro, they went down there and, you know, they started to fight up again, bro. Like, it was boom, boom, boom on site. And uh, one dude, one football player body slammed another goddamn dude from alumni onto somebody's windshield. Their whole windshield was shattered. And, like, after that, the nigga who caught it was, bro, he was from alumni and, like, he went down there and got the hooky. Next thing you know, bro, everybody down there bitch hooking. And, like, the fight went on for about a cool, bro. I, I saw niggas get put through windshields. I saw football players get smashed with bats. I saw people go through windows, y'all. Like, anybody who was in alumni hall in 2012 remember this shit vividly, bro. Because, like, it was alumni hall versus the football team. And it was crazy, man. And the two dudes, man, they were fighting over a woman. They were fighting over a bitch, bro. I'm sitting here like, nigga, what? Like, for real, bro? But at the same time, like, you just ain't gonna disrespect a nigga and alumni like that, bro. Like, try to jump this man. Like, we rolled deep. And, like, that's how we was, bro, because that's how we had to be. Because ain't nobody finna have no freshman back. So, we had our own backs out there, bitch. But, all in all, the police came after, like, a good 10 minutes of hooking, bro. Like, solid hooking. And, uh, the police came 
And niggas who could take off and get away in alumni hall like we did this shit. Because once you get in there, like, they not finna find you, bro. They don't know what dorm room you went to. Like, they don't know none of that shit. So, uh, but the people that, some people couldn't get back in that bit, bro. And the police, they came in deep, nigga. I mean, from, it was only two ways into the damn, uh, into the damn apart, into the back of the dorm room. It was up that hill and right on the goddamn side. So I was like, shit, let me go on here back in the dorm room real quick. Uh, we go off in the dorm room and we just look, everybody looking out the windows and shit, bro. And, you know, everybody got put in the cop car. The football team, you know, the people that did, some of the people that they did catch. And all in all, they got about, uh, they got about, I think, like 10 football players and like 10 niggas from alumni, you know, some shit like that. But it, they hit us with some bullshit, man. Come to find out, uh, the niggas that they caught from alumni, they had got expelled. Uh, yeah, they got kicked out of school, man. And the football players, bro, who started the fight, uh, started the fight behind alumni by you actually even coming up that motherfucker. Like they ain't getting nothing, bro. Like nothing happened to them niggas. Like they probably had to run or some shit at, at practice or some shit, but ain't nothing happened to them niggas, bro. So all real. We, that's when I found out, bro. I'm like, man, this shit ain't fair at all. These niggas don't give a damn about you if you ain't playing a sport, my nigga. Like, that shit was crazy. Like, that was that whole little day. All that shit, bro, it was it was ridiculous that day. But, yeah, man. They'll, man, there'll never be another alumni home, bro. That shit was real deal, the truth, nigga. The hood, nigga. Slumni Hall. Hey, that's another episode of Red Room. Y'all follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94. Y'all be smooth with it. And remember, don't put on for nobody but yourself. See y'all next week.